He's kind of like the Joe Rogan of the hospitality industry right now. What's up, all my Slick Talkers out there? This is a bonus trailer for a bonus episode coming out Friday, May 13th. Andrew Kitchell has sat down with me to unfold the story of how he and his team were able to rise from the ashes of Lyric by going all in with Wheelhouse, their in-house dynamic pricing tool. In this episode, we're going to talk about the difficulty of fundraising and restructuring the way they did for Wheelhouse. This is a real underdog story that shows the true spirit of entrepreneurship in our industry. Once this episode is done live streaming, please join us for a live video and audio recorded Q&A where you, the listener or watcher, get to join us live on stage with your questions for Andrew and his team at Wheelhouse. Now, to give you a little bit of a teaser, we're going to play a quick clip where you can understand the conversation and the story that unfolds within Andrew's story. And then make sure you check out the show notes to grab that Q&A link and don't miss it. Mark it on your calendars, all that good stuff. Now, enjoy. From a founder's perspective, uh, what happened with you personally? Yeah, it was incredibly sad. Imagine the elation of thinking that you're going to sign a business deal and you're coming in with record revenue. And even though it's been a hard battle, design a brand that you love and build this thing. March 1st, when everything fell apart, I remember I was biking home from the office. I called our board member, Rick Yang at NEA, and I said, hey, the deal with this company fell apart. If that deal fell apart, like sayonara short-term rental in the industry in the near term, like this is a bad canary in the coal mine. And Rick called me back a couple hours later and he said, we're going to make really tough decisions starting tomorrow, get really good sleep. And we're going to do this together. And he actually called, there's another, another investor, Tony from Signal Fire, and they actually collectively called me together and, and we started to say that. And there were incredibly uncomfortable decisions that needed to be made, which was when you looked at the landscape of, let's look at like normal survival or kind of recovery times for hospitality, the, the numbers you usually fall back on are like, okay, after 9-11, New York took five years to recover. And after Katrina, New Orleans has never recovered. So what's going to happen to a global pandemic? Should we expect a one, three, five, or a decade long downturn? Should we expect hospitality to have to look the same? And, and our answer was, we don't know, but we don't, we're not in a cash position to wait around to figure it out. And we do have this interesting technology that we could still potentially salvage. Don't know if that's going to respond either. I don't know if the hospitality space is going to be gone. So the incredibly difficult decision we started making and, and ultimately made 18 days later was we needed to say goodbye to 135 teammates out of 150. We needed to start negotiating out of 25 different leases, where if any lease had sued us, we would be out of business. So we might work for six months and then be gone. We needed to convince slash collaborate with teammates who we said, hey, tomorrow we're going to be a technology company and we're building. And sure, that revenue line has also dropped 80% because Wheelhouse was already a public facing product at the time. But a lot of those businesses and a lot of people we worked with ended up going out of business as well. And oh, by the way, we can't promise you any equity. And we have debt that might be a scenario where we actually don't make it through at all, but you have to put on a face and start to find your way. And that's really scary. It's really embarrassing. You're like, oh man, I believe in this thing. I've got to go talk to teammates who I love and tell them that, hey, we don't have a job for them and we can't afford to pay them. And 
that's a little bit, it's a definite hit of the ego and it's sad. And it's like, I think what we try to go through, and I think for other entrepreneurs, I think the healthiest thing we did was try to reframe our opportunity as quickly as possible. And I think shortly after May or March 18th, which is the day we ultimately said goodbye to a bunch of teammates, we had to figure out the new narrative that resonated both with ourselves and resonated to a team to be able to have a chance at the build out. 